Okay, uh, Tim Geyser, MXGP of Indonesia. Another overall win. Not a 1-1 one, 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 one this time, but it's still okay. Second motor, we had a little mistake again, but it's good. Like, championship leads over 100 now, I guess. So it's good, but I guess you're a bit disappointed about the uh, second one. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I'm really happy how, how the day, both days went. Uh, definitely the second one, I, I had a whole shot, and then I make a... Make a already a little gap, like around three seconds, something like that, uh, and then I make a mistake. But uh, then I try to regroup as soon as possible. I tr I try to pass Jeremy uh, because he was ahead of me uh, immediately, and then try to go over uh, Roman. Uh, but he have a good pace. I could manage to take a couple of seconds, maybe two seconds, one second, and then I decide to just settle for second place. It was enough to win another one, another GP, and uh, I'm so happy. Even Jeremy admitted to me when I interviewed him earlier, he said that when he was following you in the first race, he was like, cool, I'm following Tim, this is good, but he knew you had more in the tank. Uh, just how much more did you have? Because honestly, even Germany, I feel like I haven't seen you ride like Tim Geyser in a while. Yeah, I mean, like, it's it's definitely always great feeling when you when you when you win the race and then you know that you were not close to 100 percent uh that if someone would push me hard i i still have something i mean like i can even push harder that's always a great feeling and i'm i'm really happy uh that we work so hard during the winter that i'm in such a great shape and i have amazing bike with honda and hrc so uh yeah, I mean, like, uh, first moto, uh, I did, like, comfortable lead around seven, seven, six seconds, some, something like that. And then uh, I just controlled the race because I know that it's going to be really hot and uh, long 35 minutes. But, uh, yeah, I managed to make a nice win, yeah. Uh, with that crash in the second moto, what happened exactly? It kind of looked... I didn't see it, but your bike was facing the wrong way, which is never good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, the crash was not big. I almost saved it because I, I jumped on the edge of the, of the, of the track, yep. and it was dry and uh, stony, and I just lost the, the, rear, uh, the rear tire. I mean, like, the rear tire was, was slipping away. Uh, at one point, I thought that I, I could even save it, but then it went just, like, too, too deep. And then I just turned the bike. I mean, like, didn't even crash, just lay down. But, uh, yeah, the, I, I stole the bike as well and uh, didn't start immediately because I, I was in third gear, something like that. So I have to found the neutral and then uh, to rejoin the, tr the, the race uh, again. And then I managed to pass Jeremy immediately. Uh, but Roman have already, like, seven, eight seconds comfortable lead. Uh, so uh, I tried to push in the beginning... Uh, to close the gap but then I just settled for second place when you got up from that crash were you quite like mad at yourself were you like come on Tim we fixed this <laughs> yeah I was definitely I mean like um, yeah but it, it happened I mean like uh, it can happen to everyone just uh, little crashes that I made like in in Tushintal as well first moto and now second moto uh, definitely I will try to work on it uh, to be even more I am 100% focused on the racing but like you can make, especially on these kind of tracks where the ground is really hard and then uh, also the, some places the track was really narrow. Um, but try in the future, I will do my best to try to not uh, repeat these kind of mistakes. And uh, two more quick things. Uh, how much did you actually try to run Roman down after you got up? I guess you did maybe two laps I and then realized. Uh, yeah, for, 
three laps when I passed Jeremy uh, I kind of like maybe, maybe five minutes because I closed the gap a little bit for, for two seconds and then it was still like I think five or something like that um, and then uh, and Roman was riding good I mean the pace that he was riding was, was high and uh, if I would, would like to get even closer I would need to risk a little bit more and uh, it was not necessary I, I, I won the GP even with the second place uh, but uh, yeah shame of the mistake that I make in second one but anyway uh, like I mentioned before try to learn as much as possible from them and uh, last thing because you've got a meeting yeah. uh, what did you think of this track honestly um, if honestly I'm honest I mean like yesterday was pretty flat uh, it was a bit short uh, narrow in some places like I mentioned before uh, but it, on the end I mean second race it turned out to be really fun I mean like with many lines uh, I really like that they didn't uh, work on the track during the motos. They keep the rough, I mean, like deep rods and everything. And that was good. I mean, you could make like uh, some passes because yesterday I, when I was watching the GP, I mean, like MXGP and MX2 on the TV, uh, it was really difficult to pass because it was one fast line. There was not many rods in the corners. So uh, today was nice, yeah. Okay, uh, Jorge Prado, uh, MXGP of Indonesia. Another GP win, which obviously is normal, but they made you work for it this time. It was definitely tough, but uh, you came through in the end. So just talk us through everything that happened. Yeah, it was uh, it was another well, another. It was a hard weekend, uh, especially because uh, the conditions, uh, the weather. Um, it was hot and, and humid, um, and then I just made it a bit difficult for myself with uh, with a crash in the first motor while while leading after a perfect start. Uh, I had to get back to to first and that made uh, that I had to use quite a lot of energy but you know I got that first motor win and then second motor I was feeling good um, I started third more or less something like that but then got very quick to first um, and then I was uh, actually like feeling like even better than first motor but I don't know suddenly I just started to make some mistakes like got I think two, twice out of the track before the finish line Whew. and then uh, everybody was starting to pass me so uh, got back to sevens. I think it's the first time. Yeah, for sure, it's the first time this year that so many riders passed me. But uh, you know, I got them back. I got them back um, and went back to second. But uh, you know, uh, in, in with the weather like this, just to race it's tough. But it need, and if you need to fight, it's even more tough. So I, like I said, I, I used a lot of energy first model, but that wasn't very a problem for the second one. But uh, just the, um, the thing that I had to go from seventh to second and passing so many riders with, with a track that is very like, small and not so, so many lines for passing. Like there are quite, quite many, but like, not easy ones. Yeah. Like you really had to push one in one line to, to make the pass. And the track was so, a bit hard, so I mean, like rough. Um, and yeah, I just could get to second. In one point, I thought I, I maybe could, could get Thomas, but. Um, I was just in the in the limit of my energies. Uh, I maybe could um, could try a bit more, but I didn't want to risk to make any crash. So I was happy with the well, happy. I, I, it was okay for me to get second, and overall, I'm I'm happy, but not 100% uh, satisfied about that second motor. But it is what it is. I did my best. When you went back to like sixth or seventh, did you start freaking out, like get arm pump and start thinking what the fuck's going on, and like did it all get you a little bit, or were you still quite calm? <laughs> no, because I was so, not laughing on the bike, but I was like, <laughs> I mean, three laps ago I was first. What happened now? Why am I seventh? <laughs> I'm like, 
spots for how, how, I, I was like how, how did I get in this position like I was first how did I lost the first position Every, like the race was already I didn't win it I didn't like once you are first you don't yeah. win it till the finish flag but it was looking very good <laughs> and now everything is looking very bad because I'm seventh and, and everybody was passing and I was like if I was feeling good and everybody <laughs> started passing me, there is something wrong here. So I just, um, no, I just said to myself, come on, you won last year the title. You, you are fast, you're strong, let's get them. And then I just start slowly to get better, better, better and um, start pushing forward. Was it, I think, I think I've asked you this before about France and it's kind of stupid, but was it, can you see like the fun side of that moto? Like, was it quite fun getting everyone back, making passes? Because like, so many times you're out front and alone and doing the same thing. So, was there a little bit of that? Yeah, it was. It was fun. Uh, it was fun, but it, w- it would be more fun if I could <laughs> get the uh, to first. <laughs> um, but Thomas was was pushing hard those those laps, and, and like he said, you know, in the press conference, um, and it's very true. Once you are first, you you use half the energy that. Uh, that you use while you are fighting, like he, like he was as well in Model One. Uh, but yeah, it was it was fun. I mean, sometimes you pass, but I I prefer the no fun races. <laughs> uh, surprise you? Still fun. I mean, it's still fun because I always enjoy riding. But uh, like you said, I I'm a rider that starts pretty good, so I don't have so many opportunities to pass people, and that's why I'm also not the best guy like passing <laughs> surprised you made so many passes obviously like you said track's quite small there aren't many passing lines so surprised you managed to make so much progress after they all passed you and might have even been better than you <laughs> yeah it, it was good i mean it wasn't uh, like uh, russia first model that i got from by uh, 15 to yeah. to first but it was good it was good um yeah it was um, uh, it was okay i'm i i try my best and and it is what it is. Second, more points. Uh, I stand uh, the point yeah. lead a little bit, and, and another victory. So, good. What about the uh, first moto when Tom was pushing you? Like, obviously, you were doing some quite good lap times and all of that. But when the gap on your pit board wasn't going up, were you kind of like, hang on a minute, like, what's going on here? First moto, you mean? Yeah. No, first moto, I I knew Tom was there, and I didn't want to get away. I just want to save some energy for the second moto. And, and I was just, I wouldn't say cruise control, but I was just um, looking to the situation where I was, like, okay, I'm first, I'm riding good, just stay in this space. This space, I don't, I don't use uh, so much energy, so let's stay like this and then uh, if, try to finish like this, the motor, but it wasn't the case because at the end I used a bit more energy than what I expected with the crash and then coming back. So uh, this track, it's interesting. What's your thoughts on it as a whole to race on, to ride on? Like, if you can make one change, what would it be? Happy to race it, all of that. Uh, honestly, um, the free practice, it was just incredible because the track was, uh, the, the grip was just like, you could go so low in the corners and it was just perfect, perfect. But um, it's a tight track. Um and the lap time very, very, very short. We did 128 in the free practice and 128 as well in time practice. And that's like way too, too small. Like you have much lead and the lap time is like two minutes 10 or two minutes. I don't even remember because I didn't race there this year, but uh, <laughs> it was, it's a pity because it's a nice track. And, um, but the, most of the trucks are around the 155, 150s. 
uh, or even uh, Kagums this year we were riding I think two yep. 157 yeah so uh, yeah it's a very small small lap yeah and that makes also that you make many laps and in one point it's just too many laps you don't I mean you enjoy it but it's way too many laps were there any sections out there where you could do anything different obviously like you're the most talented guy out there so was there anything anywhere on the track where like you could do something a bit different and gain half a second each time or was it more just like you got to chug away and just pick off tiny little bits in each places well i think i was gaining a bit on the waves because i passed there um, tom <laughs> in the second <laughs> model and then i also felt that I, I was doing those waves quite okay oh yeah i passed also i think but I don't know. But the the waves, the first section of waves, I was doing pretty good. Second, I just the start a bit slow, but then I was gaining some time, and that's where I I passed uh, Tom in the outside okay. second model. In the rest, no, it was a fun track. I mean, I wouldn't change so much. Maybe for sure, if it was my track, uh, a bit different lines, like a bit a bit different. I I like to play with the dirt, but uh, no, I mean it is what it is, and. Um, we all need to race in these conditions. So. What about uh, comparing it to Pankal Penang? Obviously, it's replaced it. They're similar <laughs> things. Is it any better, any worse, or is it just really the same thing? Honestly, if uh, Pankal Penang wasn't muddy, it was a nice track. A bit uh, tight as well, but um, it was the dirt was quite, quite, quite cool. Like a bit soft, yeah. probably because so much rain. But <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, probably this even better yeah even better this one because the dirt stayed better and uh, I didn't expect that uh, they kept the dirt so good all day I expect to get way hotter and they did a great job on that on putting water and it was good so we got to do the big one obviously it's been a big week for you I think it was this week or last week anyway uh, signed a four-year deal with Red Bull KTM. You're going 450 if you win. I mean, I'm no psychic, but I feel like you're going 450 next year. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, how did that whole deal come about? Uh, happy with it and all of that? Um, yeah, um, this deal came pretty much early in the season. Uh, after the first, I don't know, maybe after round five or, so, or fourth, we, we started speaking. Uh, honestly, KTM came to me. Uh, together with Claudio, they they both want, wanted to make me happy, and and uh, they really trust on me. So um, they came with uh, with the offer, and then we we just we started speaking, and we signed we signed like two weeks ago the the big contract. And and I'm very happy. And I'm very happy that they trust. They keep trusting in me. Um, I I won my first title with uh, with Claudio. Hopefully this year we can get it again it's it's tough it's tough to win so hopefully everything goes good till the end of the season and we get the another title um, that's my goal and uh, yeah I'm very happy 450 will be a tough class for sure if I win this year I can't stay in this class because of the rules so I if everything goes good I will need to uh, move up anyway so no, very happy. 450 is a bike that I've never ridden. Well, maybe one lap with Tony's bike, but it wasn't enough. It, it was just for playing a little bit. So I never tested the, this bike, and I would I would need to get a bit stronger, <laughs> bigger arms, <laughs> just a bigger, just bigger. But um, like Claudio said, we we will get it. Um, I just need also time. I mean, I'm 18 now, 19 next year, and also my body it's not. Uh, probably guys from 18, 19 are a bit bigger than me, yeah. but um, still, I, I work hard. I'm, 
I'm working very hard every day when I go training and hopefully for the 450 uh, we can get a very good program. Uh, for sure we, w we will need to start early to get uh, <laughs> a bit bigger and stronger and get comfortable with the bike. It's a bike that you need also a lot of um, uh, testing to get a very good setup. Yep. But uh, I'm not stressed about it and uh, hopefully I, I get uh, used to the bike and uh, that it fits me, it fits me well. Obviously, everyone knows that you love KTM, KTM loves you, but when your contract's up like this, like, did other teams and manufacturers, even from America, start to show interest? Or does everyone just give up because they know that, really, like, there's not much of a chance of you leaving KTM? Um, honestly, I only got from KTM. Probably because my contract still goes to, like, the one I, I, oh, yeah. I had still goes to 21. We're in 20, no? Yeah. Yeah, for to next year. So maybe they, I don't know. But um, the only thing I know is the I, I was talking with KDM, and uh, it's uh, the brand that I, I I really trust. For sure, there are other brands out there very good. But um, um, I I the most of my career I've been with KDM. Yeah. Well, yeah, the most for sure <laughs> since eleven years old. So <laughs> you can imagine, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for seven years. So it's quite a long time, and I'm feeling very comfortable in this family. Um, and yeah, I'm very happy with with the relationship that I have with them. And hopefully, these four years, uh, we will get some good results, and I will work very hard for for 450 class. <laughs> When you were talking to KTM, how much did America come up, if at all? Like, was there even a chance of you going? Did you talk about it? Like, or was it just really MXGP or nothing? Uh, I could say that we didn't even speak about America. Um, because I had already in mind, uh, since pretty much last year when I won the title, uh, what I wanted to do if this year everything goes good. Like, it's going, at the moment, it's going very good. And hopefully till the end. <laughs> I need to say that because you never know a yeah. uh, small crash and then you get injured and because you know also after Argentina everything was going good and then I crashed so no no and it's not easy uh, riders are very are very fast like for example Thomas and some others so uh, what if I lost where did we America go? oh yeah America <laughs> I, I talk too much sometimes that's uh, good that's what people want <laughs> and uh, America ah no no it really didn't come out no, I we, we I spoke with Claudio already before, and and he also really wanted me. So I'm happy. I'm happy here, and hopefully for the next years. <laughs> Here's a big one then. Uh, so if you win your title, you got to go 450. If you don't, something crazy happens. It, I don't know what would have to happen, like tsunami or something. Would you consider staying down, or in your mind, are you ready to go to 450 no matter what happens this year? Hmm. Yeah, I, 450. No, no, it's 450 time. Yeah, it's 450. I mean, uh, yeah, it's a tough one because you know, if you if I don't win the title because I I get injured or it's it's a, it's a you know, tsunami. <laughs> yeah, it's a different situation than if I don't win the title the title because the other guys aren't going faster than yeah. me in the 250 class. So depends the situation. Um, if the other guys start improving and they they start beating me that could be a reason to stay and maybe another year 250 because that would mean that I'm not ready to yeah. pass but at the moment I'm showing that I'm pretty strong and and I'm, I, ke I keep working hard so uh, let's hope I can pass for 450 <laughs> uh, Jeremy Sewer, uh, MXGP of Indonesia 
this is just normal now. Like we said in Latvia, you're a podium guy. You should expect that every week. So third overall, that's normal. Obviously, you're stoked, but I guess now you're looking a little higher. Yeah, I do. I mean, ah, you know, it's hard to to improve a lot again at this part of the season. It's a lot of traveling, tough races, but uh, I feel really good, you know, and especially every track we go. I mean, the last five GPs have been so different and I've done great everywhere and I, I made two podiums, could have been four, but of course, you know, luck and not luck is always a, a point and the other riders struggle with the same. But uh, it's re- yeah, looking really good. Of course, uh, both races I could have been one spot better. I led like you know Goldenhoff in the second moto, Ernst in the first moto and stuff. But you know that's just me. I'm just preferring to be consistent. You know, and of course you can say I mean I'm third overall. But uh, if Jeffrey would be here, I would be maybe fourth overall. If Tony is here, I'm fifth overall. But that's racing, you know. And there are plenty of other fast guys seeing the opportunity to go on the box and. Uh, I'm happy to be in this position. I'm really happy how things are going. And like I said before, I'm not... Uh, of course, you know, the championship uh, is somewhere in there because you cannot... Uh, the, the human brain is too smart to forget about it completely. We both know, but I really try to put it out of my mind, put focus on the races and don't think about I have to beat this or that guy, you know. Uh, any disappointment that Koldenov got you in the second race? Uh, yes, a bit. I actually thought I got him pushed hard for it but he was doing well you know and and then uh, when he got me I tried to follow him at once I almost got him back you know I, I closed in again but I knew I'm on the podium and I just tried to you know finish the race it's been really tough out there you know it wasn't that hot but just the humidity and and the track because it was so tight like kind of a supercross kind of style not too many jumps but just a lot of traction which makes the 450 pull and when the 450 pulls you need energy you know and that was the tough thing i think it's going to be a bit better next weekend it's more fluent more fast more wind yeah. not that much grip so it will maybe be you know not that tough did the heat or humidity get to you at all today like when the second race started were you sat on the line like i'm ready to do this or like fuck this <laughs> actually you know first motto 10-15 minutes I followed him quite close okay I made a small gap but I not that much you know and then I started to feel uh, the heat coming and I tr- I tried to relax a bit and slow a little down just to breathe and I made two big mistakes so then I changed my strategy and just pushed again you know pushing 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 and I could make it happen I mean I was like really like happy myself to see the lap chart okay everybody does this but like it's such a brutal out so brutal out there and i think we rode in one second the whole model only the last lap is one or two seconds slower but this is you know quite crazy actually and then i felt quite second hand after the finish of course but i think everybody and uh, i recovered well you know after half an hour i really felt i'm ready again went to the hotel room took a shower you know a little bit in the gym up here uh, small uh, recovery cycle which you know is amazing just watching mx2 and stuff from the hotel room on my phone and go back racing you know <laughs> i'm glad you uh, reminded me about the first race because when you were following tim it was coming quite easy to you like i was watching the lap times and okay maybe one lap you were two temps slower but then you were two temps faster and it was never more than that like it looked like to run his pace wasn't exactly like hard for you no no the pace was really good actually but i do think tim has that little bit of extra because he once you're up front once you're that like you know confident and, and consistent you can just control it and you know why it's Jeremy and okay he can't go that much faster of course he always tries to go as fast as possible but 
Yes, that it lacks trouble, even though, you know, the pace felt good. It's just about riding that pace over the whole moto. This is the difference, you know. You say he probably had a bit extra, but I feel like you did as well, because it didn't look like you were riding on the edge or, like, about to crash. Like, it looked like, like I say, it was coming easy to you. Yeah, actually, yes. I, al- I always try to have a bit of extra, because the limit is always sketchy, you know. You can do that if you really have to last lap actions or time practice sometimes for a good spot. But in a race, you know, if you go too far to the limit you know the mistakes are coming so that's what I try especially on a 450 uh, that's my goal for the whole weekend to be smooth to ride easy to ride relaxed to take the corner fluent because this saves energy and saving energy gives you more, more uh, laps on the same pace you know ignoring the fact that we've got the hotel right here and that's amazing uh, what did you think of the track a lot of riders have said it was better today even yesterday when it was a bit smooth and fast and all of that actually the rain made the track as as it is now that was the bad thing what happened you know the first two sessions I felt a ride on the track but it was so fast one main line not flat you know but just quite hard underneath and then that big rain just changed it the ruts got deeper the amateurs like had some mud some fun but but they, they made it perfect for us and they made I think from for this year Deutschenthal and here they made really they, they did a good job on the track preparation they didn't flat a lot overnight just the main things left the rod, watered perfectly. So actually, you know, uh, it's a bit short, of course, but uh, they made a good job with the tracks, spots to pass. It was all there, you know. And uh, last thing, I guess it's time to ask you about uh, 2020. Obviously, contracts up. We all know that Yamaha's a bit all over the place. Uh, obviously, you want a spot there. You're talking to other teams, other people showing interest. I'm guessing that everyone wants you. Not everyone, but uh, I'm, in a, <laughs> I'm in a really good situation. This is true, you know, but we are sorting some things out. Um, it's not too many teams, of course, but uh, it's just, you know, I take some time for that. I don't want to make the decision uh, overnight, you know, but uh, it's looking really good. And we are just sorting out, like you said, Yamaha is uh, changing a lot. So we are waiting for a few answers yeah. there, of course. And and uh, yeah some other options and stuff but uh, I think uh, in about two three weeks we should know more but now it's just uh, some question marks <laughs> okay uh, Max Anstey uh, MXGP of Indonesia it was good it was, it was definitely good but it could have been great but still it was good and I feel like that's enough to be happy but yeah it could have been great yeah it was um it was just one of those I I felt great all weekend it was definitely um my sort of track you know I it was definitely my sort of track on paper you know um i i definitely had it i had it down to a t and and stop laughing <laughs> um no I, I it was and and i felt good all weekend i felt like we had a good setup i worked really hard coming into this place and um and for some reason the heat i, I don't know i like it I don't, I don't know why it's just um yeah it's good for me so I uh, I felt good in practice, good in time training, was always right up there. And then um, second yesterday, and made some good passes. And then uh, second in the first moto today, felt solid and strong. And, and I felt really good going into the second moto. And I, all I wanted to do was get out the gate, get into behind Geyser, and then, right, let's start pushing and seeing how fast I can go. Because I still had some energy left. And literally, I got into second, and then as I got into second on the third corner, I crashed, and I was like, oh, no. So then all the energy that I had, I had to use trying to come through the pack. But I was good on the first lap. I, I made some quick moves, um, and then quite a few guys crashed or, or whatever. There was a bit of carnage going on. I was pretty slick on that first lap to get, I don't know, into about 10th or something, and then I just plugged away and 
and um, and I got to the back of Poland, which was sixth. And the thing was, though, I I caught him, and I used a lot of energy to catch him. But as I caught him, the last two minutes, I swear he went faster. I was like, I was like, right, actually, he wasn't. He was going pretty steady. I caught him up, and then all of a sudden he picked it up as we, and then we started to get close to um, sewer. I think at the end. And um, yeah, I was just, I'd used a lot of energy then by that point. So it was what it was. Yeah, it's a shame because I really do feel like I was going for that second moto to to try and see how, yeah, how fast I could go. At the end of the day, I felt like I could, I mean, not being cocky or anything, but I felt like I could have won that race or, or at least pushed Geyser as hard as I can. I know obviously he ended up going down in the end. Um, but I... I felt like first moto I was strong and good and I saved a bit of energy so I was I was ready to go for it in the second one but yeah it didn't work out but at the end of the day still good starts I nearly whole shot the second race um second yesterday second today and then from uh, last basically to to sixth um was good in the second moto I know there's like half the guys aren't aren't out there but it's still uh, still the top the top 10 are, are 10, 15, 14, 13 guys or however many it is are still solid solid guys so I was able to move through and at least I felt fast and, and I felt like I was moving forward uh, the whole time so yeah it was good Going back to a warm up this morning you were like hammering like everyone kind of did whatever like a couple of laps one fast lap but you were proper like I don't think you came in once I saw you do like six fast laps and I felt like it was after yesterday I feel like it was kind of a thing where you were like Oh look, I can go far this fast, but watch this, I can go faster. Like yeah, I feel like you just had it in you so naturally that it didn't really matter that you were doing so many laps and using yeah. so much energy. No, it was weird. I didn't even feel like I was using that much energy. It felt like I was riding around my home track at in England. It was uh, it literally uh, this place reminded me of that when when it, it was like nice and grippy. It was the same sort of thing, and and um, I just felt I felt solid. Like I felt like I was. I had rest points on the jumps where I was jumping and they were all like, you know, it was, I don't know, I felt pretty easy. So I felt pretty easy to go fast. I was actually surprised I went quickest this morning in warm-up. That was a big thing for me um, because I got three quarters away around the lap and then got a little bit held up and didn't think, I was like, oh, shit, man, that lap wasn't, it was almost perfect, but it wasn't. And uh, and I still went pole, so that was, that was cool this morning. Um, yeah, definitely definitely improvement on that side definitely an improvement on also the bike we've been working hard i've been working hard the last few weeks with the team to just fine tune things you know since before germany i mean we even figured it out in germany on saturday to then sunday to help our starts to just to make the riding a little bit easier it's it's crazy how you can go a tiny bit different and it and it you know, one or two percent out there against all these guys is the difference between being, yeah, top five or fifteenth. So it's, it's, um, it's just finding those. It's just getting those bits all in line. I, I mean, to be honest, I wish everything that I've learned now. I wish I could go back to the start of the year and start the year now with the settings and things that I have now. It's not massively different. You know, I've not changed the whole bike. It's just a couple of little things. That I've just like, oh yeah, this works here. Oh yeah, this works here. This works on the start, and I was like, oh man, 
it's making my life a bit easier now getting some decent starts um yeah hopefully we can keep continuing to do that and i know everyone's pushing on and trying to progress but i feel like we've we're at a good place now and i'm looking forward to next week speaking of starts uh qualifying race i think you would have had the whole shot but guys was on the inside of you yeah. and then it was kind of the same thing in the second race so any regrets about gate pick no, because um, because Geisel was shutting the inside down pretty hard. I I figured that he was really swinging. I mean, he gave me a lot of space actually because he went out and went left. Um, so for me, I wanted to push hard into the first turn so I could go to the inside on the second corner. That was my whole thing. I didn't want to go tight around the inside on the first corner and then be on the outside of the second yeah. corner because that wasn't it. If I was in the inside before pit lane. Then I was, which I did for the second one, came out, was right in there and got in second. I mean, um, yeah, guys are obviously starts well all the time um, too. And I felt like we were level, if not, I was maybe even a little bit more in front. I think there was a Yamaha. So I, I was close to being, I was definitely level going into the first corner to be to be right on there. And I just thought, right, I'm going to run around the first turn, get down the inside for the second corner and... Uh, yeah, and that was the that was the game plan. Obviously, you were like one of the fastest riders this weekend, and I think you matched. I think you could have matched Geyser. Like on paper, the way I looked at it was it was uh, Geyser, you, and then everyone else. But so, was there anything on this track for where you could maybe make a difference? Like, was there one section where you had a nice little line or anything like that at all? I don't know. I just felt I felt good in the ruts. I don't know why. I just felt like I was railing nicely. Like uh, it was each turn. It didn't really matter what line I took. I did switch lines. I tried different lines. I just felt pretty pretty nice in the turns. I was just hitting my marks. I didn't feel like I was going to make mistakes. Um, I know it was a bummer. I actually crashed on the third corner. But um, I think that, to be honest, was I passed whoever it was on the Yamaha going into the turn. And it was just one of those where... I, I sent it into that rut and the rut just gave way and I was like, oh man. Um, but that on the first lap, you're always on the limit. Um, so that was a shame. But no, I felt like that and then I felt towards middle end of the race, the heat was getting to the guys. They were struggling. Like Some of the guys were not so much fading but making mistakes. It was, it was There was a few silly little overshooting line especially there was one triple that was quite big and then to land to get to the inside was quite hard and people were started to make little mistakes and then if I didn't make those mistakes I would either catch or or take advantage of that in in the motors to to pass guys and uh, whilst you were charging forward in the second race did you know what the podium situation was like once Glenn had got sewer you needed to get Paul in and then sewer to get third overall so did you know that and or not really um not not really i mean my mechanic put something on the pit board it was quite hard to see because of all those ruts um and i don't think his pen was that good to be fair because I, I was i was trying to read it and i saw something podium and i figured i'll oh, pole land and then but I, I didn't to be honest i was just focused on the next lap the next person the next person and i caught up to pole land and then like i said yeah he, he definitely picked it up the last few laps and i was I couldn't I couldn't game. So um so yeah that was that was that. No, I I didn't know but to be honest I knew when I crashed that I sort of messed it up. I was like oh you I was like oh no, but yeah, it's uh 
yeah, it, I knew when I crashed there was a very slim chance of me getting on the box. Then I thought if I if I would have just stayed up the first few corners, then I could have yeah been been up there and uh, and fighting for that for those for those first few places. But you know, steps in the right direction. I definitely felt good this weekend. Um, I hope I can continue that on to next week. Um, yeah, so so it's yeah positive. Uh, speaking of your pit ball, can we speak to Tim and get it a different colour? Because yeah. I feel like white with a black pen is just ridiculous. I thought that since Matterley. And like Glenn's got black, so I don't know what's going on there, but I feel like we need to do something. Yeah, I yeah, I, I, have, <laughs> I guess it works fine when I'm practising, but then I've got time. But then going down this straight was so rutty and things, it was difficult. But yeah, maybe I will, uh, I will upgrade that. Um, but at the end of the day, I was just pushing forward i i i knew that i knew that obviously the damage had been done it's always a shame when you crash in the first lap if it would have been even three or four laps in people are spread out more but if you crash in the first lap within the first few turns you lose everything you lose the whole yeah every spot and then and then it gets tough to try and pass guys because they're they're all fresh as well at the beginning of the race so um yeah but it's what it is and um yeah we'll Keep pushing on. Uh, two more quick things, uh, and I've forgotten what they are. Markers. Oh yeah, bat markers. Uh, I saw you having some great battles with Lewis Stewart all day, so I'm looking forward to more of those next week. Uh, do you feel like you had him covered, or was he quite good? <laughs> oh no, I just feel like they need to do. I don't know if he even went to the riders' meeting, but I no, not not. I, I just think they should do a riders' meeting for. I think it's. I know, obviously, they struggle to get a full gate of riders, and there's there's only. 14 or 50, whoever, however many normal GP guys. But the other guys they bring in are fine, but they're not normal GP guys, so they don't understand the blue flag. And then they try to race you, and it's like, mate, we're in our own race, just get out of the way. And, uh, yeah, so, no, and same in practice as well. They will try and stay in the same line as you're doing your time training. It's like, yeah, I know it's nice for the Indonesians and things to ride and to race against us, but it's a little bit dangerous, to be honest, because there's a few big jumps out there. And I mean, first lap, obviously, I was at the back and I was coming through and I hit the triple and people were doubling and singling and getting all squirrely. And I'm like, I mean, I know that can happen anywhere, but there's a there's a difference between. Um, you know, I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to be a dick about it, to be honest. I sound I sound like I am, but there's there's a certain level of 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 racing and you, well, you it's fine a good experience for them i'm all happy so yeah whatever and uh last thing just a little announcement to all the industry that listen to this uh your contract is up this year so you're one of the guys who's shopping around yeah exactly no i'm uh yeah i'm uh yeah give me a ring um no i'm uh I, i'm i'm really grateful and and i can't say anything bad about the team where i am right now standing construct have done a great job and and you know, I, I I haven't heard anything yet from Tim for for the next next years, but I I would like to uh, yeah hear something and um, and yeah for sure with uh, yeah with, with other teams and we'll see. I don't know what the plans are with the budgets and things like that, but yeah, I just want to um, get up on that box and uh, then I think the phone calls will start coming in. Jed Beaton, uh, MXGP of Indonesia, the only rider who I'm probably going to do a podcast with today. Uh, solid weekend for you I think another step forward like Germany was that next step up and then today was that step up again like so now I think it's podium time 
Yeah, for sure. Like I, I think uh, the ball's starting to roll and I'm, it's all coming together, which I'm really excited about. The starts are much better and, yeah, just the whole package is really good at the moment, you know. Uh, I've been training really hard to just get back to the level that I've, I want to be at, you know. It's been a while since I've been up here and I showed in the second moto I'm so interested in getting on the podium, but, yeah, it's that hot here. I ran out of a bit of steam, but anyway, um, it is what it is, but starting to feel really good on the bike again and and uh yeah looking forward to next weekend already even though you ran out of steam in the second race you still prove that you've got the speed and that's kind of the first mental challenge i guess like if you know you've got that you can do it next week lock it any week yeah for sure you know that's that's the whole thing the mental game and and it's been a pretty shit start to the season i'm not gonna lie um yeah i had a fair few injuries and just little things um but yeah, it's all building back up very solid again and yeah, I'm I'm starting to get where I want to be and I'm really happy about that. Um, yeah, like you said, it's also mental knowing that you can do it now and it's been a long time since I have done it. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's for sure in my head now that I can do it. Uh, the starts can be improved a little bit again. I got wheel spin on both motos. I don't know if the grid's different or I'm not sure, but um, anyway... Yeah, like you said, I had the speed, but just, yeah, run out of steam. And obviously everyone did, but, yeah, it's what can you do. It's it's freaking hot. It's not surprising you ran out of steam, though, because, like, look at it. The last time you battled in the top five was, what, a year and a half ago? Like, Germany was good, but you were still just a tick off that lead group. Like, obviously the intensity, the speed and all of that's going to shock, be a shock to the system a little bit. Yeah, 100%. You know, it's been probably since uh, Madeley last year where I was running up the front and ended up breaking both my legs, you know, so... It's been a long time to get the recovery and and just get comfortable on the bike again. It's like it was obviously a big industry injury. Uh, I was sat on the couch for so long and couldn't do anything. So um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to the second half of the season now and really building on the results and hopefully I can uh, be up on the podium a couple of times by the season's out. Are you at 100% yet? I'm guessing you haven't been all season, but is this at least the closest you've been? Yeah, for sure. This is the closest I've been. Uh, obviously, last weekend in, oh, two weekends ago in Lockett. Uh, I mean, Germany. Get it together. Yeah, far out. It's been, it's been a hot day, far out. Um, yeah, in Germany, it was obviously um, a step in the right direction. And, and again, this today. So, um, no, nah, it's all going the right way. And, and myself and the team are happy. And uh, I'm all, like, I get frustrated with my results but I've got to be I've got to be sort of calm about it you know it's um, yeah it has been a big injury like I said and it's just um, yeah there's not much I can do about it but just be solid and build and build all weekend or every weekend um, and to be honest I feel like this weekend's probably been the best from the Saturday and the Sunday it's been pretty decent like the whole weekend it was not like a session where I was really slow or anything like that so um, for sure, so many positives to take away and, and build on for next weekend also. I guess as you build up your speed and your pace, that opens up a whole another can of worms with a bike because obviously you have never ridden this bike or pushed it this hard. So then I guess you realise that, oh, suspension needs a bit of changing, I don't like this, I don't like that. So that's another challenge, I guess. Yeah, for sure. It's all a bit of a challenge like that, but it's probably a good thing that Thomas and I are like kind of the same size and... and kind of the same style riding so we we know how to set the bike up you know and all come in with uh different ideas we've obviously got one of the best uh, suspension tech uh, technicians with frankie so he knows what he's doing and yeah it's just a combination of everyone and everything that's uh gonna put it together and uh, what do you think of this pop-up track honestly 
Yeah, to be honest, it was a lot better than what I thought. You know, like looking out of the motel window, it looked quite small and obviously the lap times were, were low and pretty much getting dizzy. I don't know if that was from doing so many laps or the heat this weekend, but um, yeah, anyway, it was it was decent. The dirt was half good, so um, can't really complain about it. It's just it would have been nice if it was a little bit longer. And uh, obviously this is your home GP. Uh, have these guys treated you like one of your own? Like you look... I, like, I can just like brothers really <laughs> oh, I wouldn't say that but I don't know I can't really speak to them that much they're all pretty happy when they do talk though but uh, that, as you can see right now they're pretty much more interested in my girlfriend and taking photos with her instead of us so it's not going too well <laughs> Okay, I'm Mitch Evans MXGP of Indonesia uh, no point sugarcoating it uh, just shit not what you wanted not what you needed two big crashes I think maybe even more uh, yeah just talk us through everything that happened yeah, um, Saturday was really good. Um, I was really happy with that. And, yeah, today just wasn't our day. Um, got caught up on the start straight and had a pretty big crash there, but I wasn't too banged up. But, um, yeah, and then after that, I uh, kind of jumped off the track a little bit on one of the jumps, and the dirt was so soft and, yeah, just went over the bars and bike landed on me and whatnot, so I was pretty beat up and, and pretty sore. So, yeah, um, pulled in from that one and decided not to race the... Um, the second one because yeah just the pain was too much so uh, pretty bummed with it that's now four races in a row that I haven't scored points in so um, yeah it's pretty pretty shit but it's what it is uh, you've got a mark on your nose your eye your arm is that Germany or is that uh, today nah that's today um, yeah <laughs> only Germany was my lower back so um, all those cuts are just healed up now so um, yeah, got these fresh ones. Thanks. So, what's what's the worst thing then? Is your back still the problem, or is the arm, eye, nose, whatever else you got going on? Like, what is the biggest issue at the moment? Your thumb, even still? Yeah, my thumb. I still have to strap it when I ride, but um, it, it's probably the best it has been. Um, it still gives me a bit of trouble, especially like when there's no down ramp to a landing. So that back double every lap off. I dread it every time, but. Um, yeah, mainly my lower back and arm because um, I'm pretty sure the bike landed on my arm. So um, I'm actually quite lucky and thankful that my I didn't break my arm because, um, yeah, that thing's quite heavy. Um, but, yeah, also just still my lower back. It just, yeah, it was um, okay yesterday, but today they left the track, which was good, um, which they needed to do um, to let it get rough. But... Once the ruts started getting all those holes and acceleration bumps, then that's when my back really started to give me trouble, and then the crash again re-hurt it. So yeah, it wasn't wasn't fun. Obviously, this isn't YouTube because rounds two, three, four, you were just as banged up and dealing with all of that. Are you more bummed now though than you were back then? Like, is this tough to swallow? Yeah, it's more so tough to swallow because I haven't finished the races. You know, uh, that was my main goal this year was to finish every race that I start. So. Um, that's pretty much what I'm bummed about but uh, and just like the I had those couple of tough races and then we're starting to uh, get on top of a lot of things and we're starting to feel a lot better and and um, my results were turning around and so it's just going back into a hole again but uh, we'll uh, we'll dig ourselves out of it Uh, good for Semarang or not sure at the moment no I think we'll be good for Semarang Uh, there is one good thing today your home GP ish, <laughs> we'll count it. Lots of your home fans here; they're all excited to see you. They love. I can see like your childhood friends; they're loving it. Uh, how's it been to see all of you? 
childhood friends like these lot again. Oh, you, you think you're funny, don't you? <laughs> I've, I've already made that joke with Jed when it was earlier. I think it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, dude. <laughs> we're, that, we're still that far from Australia, it's not even funny. That's close enough. Like, what? You're complaining? You're normally in Europe, we're miles away. Like, take what you can get. Yeah, I guess. Hey, look at you being all positive and whatnot, huh? <laughs> yeah, see, like, you say my interviews are negative. Loving it. Uh, did you have, like, family come over, or is it still too far? No, um, I planned on my brother coming over um, because there are some direct flights, but from where I live to only to Bali, though. So if we were racing in Bali, it would have been no problem. But, um, yeah, I was planning on him coming over for this weekend um, and and help me, and then I was going to go home for the week and then come back. But, yeah, flights just didn't work out. So, no, all by myself now. And uh, next week, Bali, or what's your plans? Nah, Semarang, just... Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that everyone was going to Bali and whatnot. And yeah, I was kind of in the dark. Didn't have any friends to go there. So, yeah, Brian Bogers, uh, MXGP of Indonesia, a solid weekend for you, I think. Definitely one of the better ones this year. Obviously, Mantova still stands out as the very best, but I feel like this was just fine. Like nothing wrong with it. Nah, it's it's it was not bad, but also not what I want. You know, Se- second moto went pretty good. Uh, I felt I felt much better than the first moto. The first moto. Uh, I, I, I had the feeling that I couldn't push myself, you know, because after 15 minutes I got a little bit tired. But yeah, everybody got tired in, in, in this weather, you know. So, but I, I, I couldn't push anymore. So uh, I lost a lot of time and uh, some places. So then I was 12. But second moto, uh, directly from the beginning, I, I pushed even harder than the first moto. And uh, yeah, after, after 15, 20 minutes... Uh, yeah, I, I I had the feeling that I could pu- I could push more than uh, than the first moto. So yeah, I'm I'm happy with that. You know, uh, that means that I recovered quite good from the from the first moto. And uh, yeah, so so I'm happy with that with that second moto. But the first moto, uh, I'm not happy with that, and that shouldn't happen. I guess it wouldn't even be surprising if the heat did properly hit you because when was it when was the last time you even rode in conditions like this obviously not last year <laughs> no 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 last year uh, i didn't rode at all you know i was out for uh, nine ten months so may- maybe i'm still feeling that now you know but i don't want i don't want to blame it on that you know because i'm now already training uh, quite a long time and i should be fit but uh, yeah, still, still it's tough, and especially in this class, you know. Normally in the 250, I was used to to push very hard the first couple of laps, and then everywhere got a little bit of gap, and uh, that's not the case in uh, in MXGP class, you know. It's uh, from the first lap till the last lap, it's uh, full gas. Obviously, you know where you are results-wise at the moment, but where realistically do you think you can get to by the end of the year? Like, do you have a spot in mind where you look at that rider and you're like, you know what, I think I can do that. Um, I, I think I can be at the, at the top five, you know. But then, uh, again, that first moto, the top five let me. So I was, uh, I was yeah, I, that, that didn't felt good at all, you know. So uh, that's why I, I pushed a little bit more in the second moto. But normally, normally I, I think on the end of the year I can be there. And uh, that's also the goal, you know, for this year, to be at the end of the year at the top five, guys. And, uh, yeah, sometimes I have the speed, but just not uh, the good starts and everything, you know. But this weekend I was happy with my starts, three times in the top ten. So, uh, yeah, we work on that. And I am happy that, that uh, it pays off, you know, the stars, because I do a lot of stars. So now it's just uh, holding on in that, you know. Obviously, you're trying to build yourself up and you know where you can be by the end of the year. 
but it also doesn't help that you need a contract for next year so then you need to kind of rush this thing along to prove that you deserve a spot on a team and it, it just all becomes a bit of a mess <laughs> Yeah, that's true, you know, but uh, I, don't, I don't want to think too much about uh, next year for another team, you know, but yeah, of course uh, we, need, we need another team and uh, yeah, I, I will do my best for that, but uh, I just want to enjoy riding and then the results will, will come, you know. Have there been any issues like developing with the bike this year? Because obviously you can practice on it as much as possible and that's great, but you never really know how it works until you get to a racetrack. So as you've been building this year and doing race by race, getting stronger, have you started to notice little things that you need to fix? And like, even now, are you still not 100% with your setup? Well, um, when when I moved to the MXGP class, I, I rode uh, two weeks on the, on the Honda 450 and then I got injured. So just two weeks and then... Uh, after one one year, I started again, and yeah, I did, I, I came from the 250, you know, uh, from a KTM to a Honda, so that's already quite a big difference. And then also, um, yeah, the, I, I missed a lot of testing and everything. So this this year is kind of like yeah, all the testing and everything still goes on, you know. Still, I'm changing things on the bike, and and especially this winter, we we, we did a lot of testing, but it didn't went the good way you know and then now now we are finally on the right way so i'm happy with that but yeah it's it's a little bit a shame that that it's not uh, directly good from the first race you know obviously that uh, second place at mantaville just going back <laughs> across the whole year because we haven't spoken yet this season uh, that second place at mantaville was a big one for you in a weird way though do you think it was maybe the worst thing that could have happened because you did that so then you were like look i can do this i can do this so then the next time you finished 12th it maybe stung a little bit harder <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah yeah i i know, I know what you mean uh it's um i yeah you know it's it was a mud race so uh i'm and i'm quite good in the mud so uh yeah i think that that helps me a lot you know so but yeah it was a second place and i didn't expect that you know i want to do really good in in, in Mantua because it was raining but yeah that that second place uh, i think nobody expected that so i was really happy with that but yeah, what you say, the next race, then I'm again, you know, around uh, the 15th place. And I don't want that, you know, I, and, and I do really, I, I, I do my best. But then sometimes it just doesn't work out, you know. And, uh, and sometimes it is, like today, 8th uh, place, it's not bad, you know. It's, uh, if you are in the top 10 in MXGP class, I think you are doing well. Especially if you see, like, if I'm uh, a whole year, I missed a whole year. So I'm, I'm quite happy with that, and I hope other people also see that, you know. Like you say, you can uh, push a top five by the end of the year. You believe you can do that. Are you happy at the moment, though, though? Can you, like, accept your results and be pleased with what you're doing? Or are you just coming off the track every time pissed off and wanting more? Mm, it's, like, a bit, a little bit of the of both, you know. Uh, on one thing, I'm happy that I can do this already. And on one thing, I want to do better. You know, you want to always do better. I think even even Tim Geiser, when he wins, you know, he wants to do better. He wants to be better than yesterday. You know, and that's uh, that's what I what I also want. And uh, I'm still working hard for that. And uh, I, for sure, on the end of the year, uh, the results uh, of the hard work will pay off. And uh, switching gears a little bit, obviously, new track here, kind of a pop-up track. Uh, what did you think of it, honestly? Uh, I, I, I think it's a nice track, but it's a really short lap, you know. It was around 130 uh, a lap, and then in this heat, so many laps. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really hard, you know. But anyway, it's for everybody the same. But um, yeah, I see. I saw a lot of comments on the, 
on on the social media that uh, nobody liked it and uh, that that it's that it's uh, that it's a shame from the MXGP. But yeah, it's uh, still it's 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 really good, you know, to be uh, to be in a country like this, uh, so far from home, and then uh, put this in just two weeks' time because nobody knows that the actually the track is uh, is not uh, not there, you know. It's uh, I, I'm not sure what happened, but. Yeah something happened with the normal track and nobody knows that so uh, yeah I'm, I'm still still happy that we can go as far as this you know because it's a it's a, a world championship and if you just be in Europe yeah it's not a world championship anymore so I think this is a part of it uh, if people want to learn more about why the track's here there's an article about it on MX Vice so head there after you listen to this but finally I've got a stat to throw on you. I haven't dropped this on any rider yet, but uh, so you say it's short track, you did a lot of laps. Uh, qualifying race yesterday, did you feel like you did a lot of laps? Like, did, did it feel like a lot? Actually, yes. Normally, normally it's, I think, 12 to 14 laps. I mean, I think yesterday we did already 17, you know? So uh, <laughs> that, that felt quite long. But then, uh, because you do the qualifying race and you get a little bit used to doing a lot of laps, then... Uh, then you get a little bit used to it, you know, for today. And anyway, it's 10 minutes longer. So, uh, yeah, we did, we, we did a lot of laps. And uh, that, that's, that's quite hard for the focus, you know. And uh, because I think in, in USA, the laps are around two minutes, sometimes even longer, you know. And, and we are here with 1.30 a lap. And, yeah, that's quite a big difference. What if I told you then that in the qualifying race at Russia, there were more laps than there were here? Would that shock you? Oh, really? <laughs> I think so. I'm, I'm starting, everyone's told me I'm stupid, so I'm starting to wonder. But I, when I looked last night, I'm pretty sure that's what it said. Ah, that, that, I didn't expect that, you know. Yeah, see, so, uh, that's why I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's weird. But yeah, also, also Russia, the high speed was there yeah. so high. I, where uh, Clement de Sal crashed, we saw on the data that it's 92. So yeah, that's, that's crazy, you know. And uh, and yeah, if you crash there, you see what happens. And uh, yeah, the level the level is so high, and and the speed gets higher every year. And that's uh, that's also I think the reason that so many guys like injured. Adam Sterry, uh, MXGP of Indonesia. Uh, I kind of feel like it was a rough weekend. Like I never really saw you in a position to do well. Every single time I saw you, it looked like you were fighting your way up from the back. And on this track, that obviously can't happen very well. But uh, just run through everything that happened. Yeah, so bad starts all weekend. Uh, that was <laughs> mainly the issue, and the heat I've always struggled with. Uh, yeah, that was really hot today. Uh, first motor, I really struggled with the heat coming from the back. Uh, second motor was better. Again, struggled with the heat, but was able to push through it at the end and fight inside the top ten, so that was good. You're not a heat guy, are you? Like, I feel like you've never struggled with the heat in the past, like Indonesia last year. But then I feel like it maybe was worse today. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I struggled last year, but maybe I didn't show it. Um, it all started from Matley last year, to be honest. I come back from my injury and then <coughs> I overheated at Matley. Uh, um, so yeah, that was the first time I come across it. And to be honest, after the second motor today, I was a little bit towards that again, but not on that scale. Um, so yeah, that's that's about it. The heat's one of those things as well, isn't it? Where like if you do it once it comes back easier like I don't know if doing it a matterly over a year ago make, means that it still comes easier now but that is supposed to be how it works yeah I guess everybody's body's different as well like uh, being from the UK we're not really used to heat um, but it's the same for everybody but yeah maybe everybody's body is different and 
uh, it reacts to the heat different and your core temperature stays lower. I, I'm not quite sure, but um, yeah, I think a lot of people struggled this today. I see a lot of people pull out and <laughs> the last few laps everyone was looking dead. So um, yeah, happy to be healthy. We got some good points in the championship again and yeah, the battle for sixth in the championship's on. The second motor was positive, right? Like obviously you're not happy with your results and you wanted more coming here and blah, blah, blah. But the second motor is something to kind of like hang your hat on. Like, okay, the result maybe didn't reflect just how well you rode. Like you were running, well, all I remember is you battling with Jacoby, but there was a good group of you. Yeah, there was a good bunch of us. Uh, I had to come from the back again. I made a few passes on the first lap. Um, so that was good. Again, difficult with the heat, but um, yeah, it was nice to actually battle us in the first race. I just kind of rode around by myself and um, yeah, you just think about the heat especially with this one minute 30 lap time it's every lap you come round, the clock doesn't seem to go down which was again even difficult that was difficult on the mind and the heat and yeah happy to move on and bit, a bit of a longer track next weekend I'm going to drop a stat on you now which I've done to all the riders everyone's shocked um, so you reckon you did a lot of laps yeah right that fair yeah, right. Can, yeah. so MX, uh, guys have said the same yesterday about the MXGP qualifying heat uh, 14 laps they actually did more in Russia, and so did kind of everyone in every race. So Russia had more laps in a race than here. Thoughts? I've just blown your mind, and I. Yeah, my jaw's at the floor. Uh, <laughs> well, you couldn't give a shit. Why? I want to know why. I don't know. <laughs> but the lap time was longer in Russia, no? I, I don't know. Yeah, the lap times are longer, but only by like five seconds. And obviously, I guess the way that it works is like... I don't you can hit... What, do you want me to pull my laptop up now? <laughs> no, I believe you. As you are the stat man, I believe you. Okay, thank but you. I am Thank you. That's what I wanted. Um, anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, so the track here, do you like it at all? Like, if you give your honest opinion, can you find a shred of positivity about it? Um, what do I think about the track here? It's a bit short, it'll be my opinion, a bit narrow in some places, difficult to pass. Um, it'd be good if they made some more different line options or maybe the track prep could have helped if they graded it a little bit more because the ruts... There was kind of one or two fast ruts and that was it. So passing was difficult. It, it passing only happened really when someone got tired or they made a mistake. And uh, yeah, that's that's kind of how it happened this weekend. And I like tracks to be more technical. When they're more technical, I kind I, I like to do well. So for me, <coughs> I would have liked it if it just rained all day. I'll tell you one line thing that I noticed in MXGP on that big triple in front of the grandstands. Like some riders would double and then hug it, hug the inside, but I feel like no one in MX2 really did that, or at least as far as I could see. Do you know, or can you think of a reason for that? <laughs> First moto I did, but I sucked. So, oh. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't really watching wasn't, to be honest. In case she wasn't watching in 13th position. Um, yeah, second moto, I I actually watched Fever on on from the first moto, and he had quite a nice line there. So, I copied his line, tripled through the middle, and worked out quite well. Uh, bit en- energy saving as that inside rut was a bit bumpy and uh, sketchy so was there anything else out there that you could do like differently obviously the waves made a difference depending on the run you got but was there a different like combination or anything like that to be honest that the two wave sections was the you use all of your energy in the waves and the rest of the lap was kind of take a breather um yeah the two wave sections were important i that's where i made most of my passes actually this after the first wave section i went outside as a lot of people were going in the ruts and then i could get a better run through the waves but yeah, they got a little bit sketchy as yeah, Kurt's crashed there, so you have to be wary of that. What would you say, like, obviously this track uh, replaced Pankal Penang. If you had to compare the two, do you think this is an upgrade? Like, 
I feel like obviously we didn't get to see Pankal Penang in its dry like this, but because it was so technical last year because of the rain leading up to it, I feel like that probably gets the edge because there was different lines and everyone was kind of doing different things and all of that. For me, Pankal Penang was better because it's more technical, but they're the same type of track. They're smut, short, narrow, jumpy. Um, so in that case, they're pretty similar. Just Pankal Penang was better because it, there was more to separate the riders. It was more technical. So for me, I prefer that. Um, but next week, the track's better, so look forward to that and uh, it's that time where we've got to talk about 2020 obviously you're going up but and you can't really tell us anything but are you at least talking to people like there's interest and all of that uh yeah well trying to speak to people and but at the moment there's not much not much happening there's less rides and more riders moving up so uh yeah i need to carry on putting in some good results and we'll see what happens are you actually like happy with your season as a whole or frustrated? Because like, I feel like it's been good, your best ever, obviously, but still there's definitely more to give there. It's not like you've hit your ceiling. And then the frustrating thing is you haven't got that long to give that little bit more. Yeah, sure, it's definitely been frustrating, especially com- I've been coming from the back so much, and that's kind of been, yeah, the story. And when you get come from the back, the, the front top five, six, seven, eight, they're all gone before, and before you even get to there. So Latvia was good. Um, I quite enjoyed that that was kind of my track and a lot of good tracks coming up that I like so hopefully I can put good results together there. you know you can podium though like Renault got a podium in a motor today if he can do it you can do it like that's obvious isn't it yeah sure if I, if I get at the start I feel I can do it I've shown it in Mantua the qualifying race <clears throat> okay that's only the qualifying race but um, it was nice to actually take the lead for a little bit and then yeah show that I can run the speed of the top guys Um I'm sure the same would have happened today. Okay, it would have been difficult with the heat, but when you get out front, I know I have the speed, so I can, um, yeah, battle with them guys. Is there anything like that you can identify that's wrong with your starts, or is it just a size thing? Like, is there anything that you're trying to work on with bike setup, technique, any of that? We 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 do start so much, um, but I feel some rounds they're really good, and some rounds they're terrible. Like Germany, they were really good, and uh, yeah. A few other rounds they've been good, but um, sometimes they're just bad, and I don't I don't really know why that is. I guess it can depend on who you start next to as well, because if you start next to a really good guy, then they close you off straight away. Um, but since the metal gates have come back, then it's definitely a weight thing. I yeah, give away a lot of weight to some riders, and off the metal gate, I uh, yeah, there's no advantage I can gain back as before when you could prep your gate. You could do techniques, different techniques, different starts, different gate prep. I used to, because I have OCD, I used to spend 20 minutes literally prepping my gate so it would be perfect. And there I could gain an advantage, but now with the metal, I don't have that advantage, so it's difficult. It's one of those things as well, I guess, where like if you keep practicing starts and practicing starts to make them better, you just end up driving yourself into like oblivion, and then they're never going to get better because you overthink every little thing and it's just a mess. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, we do starts all the time. Obviously, I want to get better at them, and, but some rounds they are really good, so... It's a difficult one. Um, there's, I don't really know where I can improve on the on, on the starts, where I can actually make it better. It's just <clears throat> if I get a really good reaction time and good drive out the other side of the gate, then I tend to get a good start. So I need to focus on that. Uh, last thing, I've got as a journalist, I'm here, I'm doing my job. I've got to ask about Germany. Something happened there. I'm not sure if people have realised, but some shit went down. You can, say, you can you can you can. That's my joke. Don't don't steal my joke. You can, you can say whatever you want. You can pass. You can no comment. But I'm I'm putting it out there. I'm doing my job. Yeah, well, no comment on that one. 
Iago Geertz, uh, MXGP of Indonesia, uh, just being swarmed by fans. This is probably the most confusing day you've had all year. Like, you had a massive crash in the first moto. So I was thinking, right, he's done. Like, even if he races the second one, it's going to be shit. And then you rode better than you have done in weeks or months. Like, how does, that all that, how does all that work? Yeah, it was a difficult day for me. The first seat, I was feeling really good on the track, but then I uh, had a really big crash and hurt myself a little bit, hurt my ribs and uh, my neck. But yeah, then, uh, I don't know, just uh, got ready for the second heat and uh, had a really good start and worked my way up to the lead and uh, was riding, I think, 20 minutes in the lead and uh, then had a small crash and finished fourth, so I was really happy with that, but uh, didn't expect it before the second heat, no. What happened in the uh, crash in the first race? Just talk us through it. Yeah, I wanted to do the, little do- the last double of the whoops, but then my back wheel slipped away and uh, the really big high sider and uh, just fell actually on the takeoff and uh, yeah, I hurt myself, uh, my, my ribs and my lower back and neck. Your ribs okay though, yeah? Someone told me you broke a rib but it's just painful? Yeah, it's just painful so it's not broken, no. And uh, what do you think of the track this weekend? Obviously it's different, something we've never had before. What do you make of it, honestly? I think yesterday in the time practice and the free practice the track was a little bit too easy but then uh, today I think in the night it rained a little bit and that was much better much more lines and uh, more bumps so that was the track was pretty good today. What about coming to Indonesia as a whole have you been uh, mobbed by fans non-stop? Yeah <laughs> the fans are crazy here but yeah it's, uh, it's nice um, it's a re- really difficult different culture than, uh, than where we live in uh, Europe but uh, it's also a nice experience here. Yeah. How do you feel about your season since France? Because obviously at that point you proved to everyone and yourself that you can win, beat Prado. So now when you don't do that or you finish fifth, are you just fuming and like really mad? Uh, no, not really. My uh, goal for every race is to finish in the top five and, and the podium. So uh, when I finish top five podium, I'm, I'm already happy. But then now like uh, the second heat, I know I can win. So yeah that's a little bit of shame of the crash but uh, still a good uh, good race and uh, I'm happy with the speed had you not crashed in a second heat do you think you would have been a, uh, do you think you would have been able to hold on and win obviously I'm sure you're in pain the heat probably didn't help like do you think you would have had enough to hold on yeah I think so I was uh, my physical condition was still okay after uh, the last 10 minutes after the crash I worked my way up to Ford again so I think uh, it would be possible yeah and uh, finally, I've heard some crazy rumours about you for next year, but you're back with Yamaha, yeah? Or is none of that really settled yet? Yeah, I had an option in my contract, so uh, I'm, still, I'm next year still with Yamaha, yeah.